Marketing Espresso, making marketing as enjoyable, energizing, and digestible as your morning coffee. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope that you are well today. I'm well. What's going down for me? Mm. Well, today's episode <laughs> is actually about a story. I want to come to you today, guys, with a story and the perfect example of shit customer service to reiterate how important or what good customer service is and how you can be doing it better. So I'm going to take you guys back to uh, what happened to me last week. Actually, no, I think it'll be two weeks ago by the time you guys are listening to this. I've actually bumped this up in the schedule because I wanted to like keep it fresh with what had just happened to me. Because if you follow me on Insta, you'll very well, you'll really remember to me coming coming to my Instagram stories on the Friday morning looking like shit because of what had happened the evening before. So let's talk through customer experience and poor customer experience. So it's a Thursday night, technically a Friday morning, and the power has been tripping in my local area a fair bit lately. Not sure why. It's just happening. It'll switch on and off for half a second. In my apartment complex, for whatever reason, I have an alarm. But when I moved into my apartment complex, I moved into a shell Obviously, I mean, thank God they didn't leave shit here. <laughs> but that also meant they didn't leave me any instruction manuals. I had none of the stuff that I would have or should have had when they first got the keys for this place, right? So I've been like figuring out how to use the dishwasher based on like, well, my heart and how my heart tells me to interact with the dishwasher <laughs> and things like that. Like the dryer, no fucking idea. The washing machine that they left me, which by the way, thank you for leaving me the washing machine, previous owners. That's helpful. But yeah, no idea, like no instruction manual. So of course I've reached out to Strata several times and our building manager. And I've been like, look, can you please give me a copy of the stuff? Like surely there's copies from when everyone moved in. Every single person in this, obviously washing machine, not so much. I can Google that. But every single apartment in this complex has the same appliances, right? So like surely there's like a master copy of these instruction manuals. Like yeah, okay. I could Google and find all of those instruction manuals online, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm a busy working woman. I don't fucking have time to do that. So pretty much 2am, the power trips again. The alarm has this thing where it beeps, like the panel beeps whenever the power trips or whatever, just to, I don't fucking, who knows why, right? And so... I go and press some random buttons like I normally do. But it turns out these time, the random buttons that I pressed in my 2am like brain fog actually activated the fucking alarm. So 2am, my alarm is going bonkers. My heart rate soars and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I call every, I, I quickly go into my emails and see all of the emails from Strata like, like with the emergency, well, actually I went to their website with the emergency contact details, call the emergency contact details. No one picks up. None of the 24 hour people pick up, right? So there's the first case of shit customer service. The second thing is I go tap on my neighbor's door and I'm like, hey, can you help me? Like my alarm is like going off. I don't know what to do. Ruddy, rah, rah. Like pretty much they're like, Beck, it's 2am. Like, fuck, we don't, we can't help you. And I was like, oh, Okay. And by the way, my neighbors are absolutely gorgeous humans and normally super helpful. So I was quite shocked when they slammed the door in my face and I was like, what do I do now? I call my mate that lives in the building, bless his cotton socks. He's asleep, of course. 
so is his wife, call her too. No one's picking up and I'm at the point of tears, pressing random buttons still on the control pad thinking, why did I not follow this up, right? So I call the police. (laughs) Not triple zero just to like, you know, everyone, I did not waste emergency services time. I called the station because I was like, what am I supposed to do in this situation? I actually didn't know what to do in this situation. Like, how do you, I've never dealt with an alarm. My family never had a house alarm. I've never had to deal with these things. So anyway, the police are bloody helpful. Thank you, Constable. I cannot remember your name, but whoever you were at Castle Hill Police Station that was open, you know, I rang at 2am talking about an alarm. If you ever happen to listen to this, thank you. You were so helpful. She's like, look, Google the model number and maybe there'll be something on there. So I quickly Google and it's like, just turn your mains off. And I was like, oh my God. By the way, does every robber fucking on the planet know this? Like, why do people not just rob people's houses with the main switched off, right? <laughs> not that I'm, I'm advocating for people to rob people's houses, but if it's that easy. Anyway, so 2am back, it's now, I thought it would would have been by like, I thought by this point it must have at least been to like 2.30, 2.40 and I'd, you know, been a public disturbance for a really long time, but it turns out it'd been 10 minutes. It just felt much longer because of obviously my heightened state. And I switched the mains off. The internet told me that if I switched them back on after five minutes, the alarm would reset. The alarm did not reset. So I'm like, I'm switching the mains off. I know my fridge is going to be fine. I'm not about to open my fridge. Don't need to charge my phone. I can just charge it tomorrow. Go get some sleep. Obviously, I couldn't sleep. I was wired. My friends laughed. Uh, Pretty much my friends laughed at this whole story. And they're like, I cannot believe you called the police. Which I was like, well, like, who else do you call? Like, I don't know. Anyway. And my other friends said it was very hilarious that my entire way to fix this was to turn the mains off. The next morning, though, guys, I became an electrician back and I figured out on my switchboard which one was the one that controlled the alarm only. So I switched on them all and turned off the alarm only one. So voila, I'm not as blonde as I think I am. And I'm also quite, you know, able to manage a house, it would seem. So turns out the alarm one is also connected to the internet one. Luckily, my mate Scott, shout out Scott, thank you for your help. Scotty came to the rescue. He's an electrician. I asked him some questions. He had a mate that worked at Bosch and they were able to help me out. The alarm system is now sorted. But my point behind this, like now, like seven minutes of stories that I'm telling you, what should have happened? We pay a lot of money to Strata and every single quarter they seem to fucking want more money. For I'm not sure why, by the way. You know, they're not... In my eyes, they're not doing a very good job. And here's some tips if they ever happen to listen. I won't call out which company it is, but they're, you know, they're not the greatest. What I think should happen is if you know that you have, okay, if you're a tenant of an apartment, it should be, of course, on the onus of the real estate agent to make sure you have everything you need when you move into that property to be able to manage the property. So for example, if you're a tenant, I think real estate agencies, by sure, they should give over like a nice little care package and obviously they'd have to get in contact with Strata and that would include all the manuals. And this is relevant for anyone moving anywhere, but this is just an example of how good customer service can be done and how you can go that extra mile and really set up a great relationship with anyone that you're having to deal with. The reality is Strata's are having to deal with occupants all the time, all the time. So to make their life better, why not have a really great onboarding process for people that are buying into a block? So that straight away, they're like, oh my God, I love my Strata company. I'm going to pay my Strata fees on time. I really enjoy the relationship I have with them. They've put a special levy on. Oh, I understand. 
understand why they've done that. Like, no one fucking understands why they've done that. But anyway, so what they should do is if you buy a place, have all of that stuff ready to go. Be like, hey, we know the last tenants, maybe they lost the instruction manual. So we wanted to make sure that you had a copy of all of them. Here's them on a USB. Welcome to the block. Is there anything that, you know, we need to know? Do you have a pet? Blah, 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 blah. You know, like a nice welcome wouldn't go astray. It doesn't have to cost a million dollars. Get a promotional USB. It will cost literally a dollar a USB. I think they are these days. They're so stupidly cheap. Have it with your logo and emergency numbers on the USB stick itself so people know where to go. Have a fridge magnet people can put on their fridge so that when there is an emergency, they're not having to worry about, you know, like who to call. For example, get all like the Stratus can get ones for different areas that they manage and tee up with the local plumber or the local electrician and put them on there. There's so many ways that they can do it. But really the core message here is how are you creating a relationship with your customers from the get-go that goes above and beyond, especially when you're in this service space and especially something like where someone lives. It's such an opportunity to create such a great relationship and really get people talking about how fantastic you are as business. Like if you're offering a first service to people, the best way to grow that business is through word of mouth. The best way to get great word of mouth is to do a really bloody great job. I am now recording a podcast about how shit my Strata company is. I'm not calling out their name, but and I like people don't actually know where I live. So there's no way they can link back to which Strata company I'm talking about. But like, of course, I'm going to tell my close friends and family how shit these ones are. Of course, I'm going to tell all my friends in real estate which I have a few, how shit this strata company is and we're going to bitch and complain about them, right? But if they'd done a really great job, it would be the opposite. I would be being like, oh, that was really handy. I had this alarm emergency, but it didn't matter because I had the code. I called the building inspector the next morning, had, had to fight with him for 15 minutes to get the code of how to disarm this thing. And he had it the whole time because all the codes are the same and there's like, no one changes it pretty much. So anyway... My message to you guys today is be really mindful of the experience you give people because good customer service never goes astray. It is the one thing that will keep people coming back to your business. It is the one thing that will keep people talking about your business. And it's the one thing that will generate more business for you. You, to, In order to replace the customer, it, it costs more to go and hunt new customers than it does to just generate customers from the customers that you have and get them coming back. So if you're not reporting on retained membership, if that's a thing, or retained customer base, that's something you need to start reporting on. Anyway, I've rambled for a while. I hope you enjoyed my story. It was pretty hectic, but I think I managed okay. I mean, maybe calling the police wasn't the right idea and I should have just thought about Googling and shutting the mains down to begin with. But we got there in the end, guys. And what I learned was maybe I'm not so great in a crisis. And that's a big learning for me. (laughs) And now I know more about myself as a human. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, As always, leave a review, rate, but seriously, get on top of your customer service. It's the most powerful tool that you have in your business. Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. 
you can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in Potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.